I'm Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, the layperson's guide to enjoying music's benefits. Joining us today from Washington State are Levi and Stephanie Ware, co-founders of the Melodic Hearing Project, a nonprofit that uses music to provide therapy, hope, and empowerment to children suffering from serious illness. Melodic Hearing Project teams up with local and nationally touring artists to connect them directly to children and families by streaming their regularly scheduled shows to kids in their hospital rooms or in their homes if they're in between treatment. What an amazing way to enhance lives with music. Welcome to the show, Stephanie and Levi. Thank you so much for having us. You founded Melodic Hearing Project in 2010 with this brilliant mission of encouraging and supporting children with personalized concert experiences. Tell us a little bit more about how the concert experience is personalized and made unique for kids and their families. Yeah, absolutely. So what makes it so personal for the kids is that it's not it's not just music, right? Kids can go anymore, anywhere to get music. They can go onto YouTube, Vimeo, they can go, you know, Spotify. What makes Melodic Caring Projects so impacting for the kids is that with Melodic, as the kids are watching a live show, it's a real-time performance that artists are performing for a crowd at a venue, but taking a few seconds during the show to look at the camera, which is looking the kids directly in the eyes in, in their hospital rooms, and calling them out by name and letting the kids know that, hey, we see you. You are not forgotten. We know that you're going through difficult times right now, but we want you to know that we're here. We're here for you. We're thinking about you. We're sending you love. And then the entire crowd cheers for the kids that are in the hospital. So, so you know, for kids that are dealing with long term or or, you know, very difficult illnesses, cancers and that kind of thing that are in quarantine, this is such a powerful experience because as they're going through these diagnoses and these situations for long periods of time, they start to feel like they're alone, like they've slipped through the cracks and and people have just forgotten about them, you know? So for a crowd of thousands of people to be ushered into the child's hospital room and for the child to be the rock star and have all of this crowd cheering for that, that kid as they're going through their struggle, it's really powerful. It's more than powerful. It's medicine. You know, it's hope when they need it most. Mm. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's really neat how your model's use of technology makes it easy for families to participate. It's accessible. It's comfortable. You mentioned kids who are in quarantine and also kids who are suffering from immunodeficiency where they can't be out and about for various Mm -hmm. reasons. It's really neat how participation is easy. It's easy and it's so personal for the kids and the families to really make them, them the rock star of the show. And and really everybody there supporting them. So I, I would say it is just, it's using a technology and that personal connection and music to really support and uplift these kids. Mm-hmm. Now you have some other features that are part of this too, like a live chat feature that kids and families can participate in. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. So for the kids, that's the other thing is for the kids and families, it's one of those things that in their peer groups, Nobody really knows what they're going through. You know, if you think about what a 
what a family is enduring or what a child is enduring when they have a, a really hard diagnosis. Unless you've been through that, it's hard to really have empathy for it. Whereas these other kids that are on the other rock stars on the show understand what each other are going through. And so there's a live chat function that as they are watching the concert, they can talk to each other and send each other support and love. And it's an amazing thing where we see relationships develop and so you know, the question, I, is each concert focused on one specific child or is it multiple children that are getting the shout outs and they're all kind of listening together? They're they're watching the show together and we typically average nine kids per show. That's oh, intentional. We could okay. do more, but what we want is for it to be, it's not about numbers, it's about impact, you know? And mm-hmm. so we limit it at nine kids so that it's really personal for each child that's watching the show. Okay. And it's also... That's a good number for the artist to be able to call out, right? If the artists okay. are playing 20 kids from stage, it starts to lose its sure. its personal touch. But okay. nine kids, they can give each kid a special shout out and dedicate a song to each child and make it really personal mm-hmm. for each of them. Okay. And are those nine kids typically in the same geographic location or not necessarily? No, not necessarily. They can be all over the world. Okay. That was another question I was going to ask is if you work with kids and families just here in the U.S. or all over the world. So it's it's not limited to the U.S. If we have listeners outside the U.S., that's something that they can still participate in. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's one of the beauties and one of the powers of the program. You know, we're just where we are in this day and age. We've never been to a place where we can literally support people in need anywhere in the world. If they have Internet, we can send them love and we can send them support. And that's what we do. You know, so we have... I mean, we have kids watching from Australia, from New Zealand. We had a little girl sign up from Kathmandu a little while ago. We've supported, you know, Africa. We supported a, an orphanage in Vietnam. We teamed up with the Black Eyed Peas to stream their concert to victims of Hurricane Yolanda. So there was 3,000 people watching in the Philippines as the Black Eyed Peas were sending them love and saying, hey, we're here. We're thinking about you. You know, we're wow. so it's it's very, very powerful. Yeah. Now, you said on your website that you give each child who signs up a VIP all-access pass to be a part of as many shows as they want. Is that just viewing, or is that them getting a personal shout-out? Well, it depends. You know, I mean, it's there's a few factors that we take into consideration while we're doing this. You know, I mean, it depends kind of where the kids are at, how you know what their diagnosis is. So they can watch as many shows as they want. And then depending on the kid's specific situation, we'll we'll give them shout outs on consecutive shows or, you know, whatever they really need in that moment to, to get them through a difficult time. What okay. we want is to be an ongoing support system for the kids and their families. So we give them a VIP all access pass to as many shows and as many programs, you know, as they need or want to be a part of. Okay. Okay. Now, I think that you work with kids who have illness or injury. Is that right? If kids are injured? Yeah, Mm -hmm. we've worked with kids who've been in terrible accidents where their jaws are wired shut or they have broken legs and they're just going through excruciating pain. And we've supported those kids as well. Okay. All right. And how does the process work? I know there's a link on your website where a parent can click and get the process going. Once they do that, what happens next? 
we communicate directly with the families, you know, so one thing that's important, very important from a lot of caring project is that this is not difficult for the hospitals or the hospital staff. This is something that the kids and the families can sign directly up with Melodic Caring Project. And we take care of all of the communication, getting them signed up for the show, getting them the link, getting them all of the information they need to know when their show is going to happen. And, and then also just making sure that everything is HIPAA compliant, that, you know, all of the kids information is protected, nothing is being shared. And so, uh, you know, for the hospitals, that's a very important thing mm-hmm. that they're making sure that is, is if they're recommending this service to the kids or the families in their care, that all of their information is being protected. And we have a HIPAA compliant backside that we have created specifically for this to to onboard the kids and the families as they sign up for a lot of caring project. Mm, great. There are a lot of artists and groups that you've mentioned. I mean, you mentioned Black Eyed Peas. I know you've worked with Coldplay, Indigo Girls, Amos Lee, Switchfoot, a whole variety. Do children pick the artist and the band that they want to attend, like, you know, virtually attend the concert or how does that work? Not at this point. Um, no, we do have a, a line in the sign up form, you know, who are their favorite artists and tell us a little bit more about them. Um, but at this point we are reaching out to management as they're coming through and really the kids are signing up to be a part of these kind of regularly scheduled shows. But a lot of times we will have kids that have signed up that have already put in their special requests. So then we can pair those kids with the shows that we are are procuring as well. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have children who are able to attend a concert in person and actually show up at the concert or is it all the virtual technology provided streaming? No, we've had Kimberly come out. We had our rock star Faith come out and actually she's actually the last two times that Andy Grammer has come through. um, She really gets a lot of support and encouragement from his music and The first time he came through, she was able to come out and be a part of the concert and just watch. And this time, when he just came through a couple weeks ago, we had her out to co-host with us backstage and be a part of the production crew talking. So she had a chance to talk directly to the other rock stars that were watching the show as well. Oh, neat. Uh, Another thing that was Yeah, go ahead happened at the Andy Grammer show, there was a, a rock star named Rhiannon that we've supported in the past. And she came out to the show, just excited about the show. Didn't know that Melodic Caring Project was going to be there and came up and found us afterwards and said, I am, I'm rock star Rhiannon and you helped so much when I was in the hospital. So there's this incredible reciprocal thing that's happening yeah. now as the project has been around for, you know, a, a decade uh-huh. and supported thousands of kids that those kids are now coming back and finding us and they want to give back and, and be a part of the organization and, and giving back, you know? Uh-huh. Very neat. You talk about how you bring genuine love and compassion together with the medically proven healing properties of music. Can you talk about those healing properties of music? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have not yet done case studies on the healing properties of music, though there is a lot of information to be found. We're, we are starting to invest into doing case studies where we can empirically prove the healing power of music. But that said, like I said, there's a lot of information out there about how 
music in situations of anxiety can reduce anxiety, can reduce pain, can reduce the need for pain medications, can reduce nausea, nausea, the need for sedatives, the need for, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. there is a lot of, uh, like I say, empirical research that proves the healing power of music, but we have seen a lot of anecdotal proof. And we had a situation recently with a little, little boy named Marley who was two and a half years old, and we we just received an email from the child life staff at the hospital that Marley was at saying, wow, I wanted to share this story with you, uh, an incredible experience I had with Marley where he was getting a port placement. And just a quick description of what that is, a port placement is, it, it's essentially an IV, but it's a port that's placed into the child's chest because when they need multiple treatments through an IV rather than re-sticking the child over and over again, or keeping them strapped to a bed. A port is something that just stays implanted into the child's chest where they can come and hook the medication up and treat them straight through the port in the chest. But it's scary, right? And it's um, it's painful and causes a lot of anxiety when they're placing that port. And what the child life staff said was that as they were trying to place the port, there was the parents were gathered around and, you know, there was a lot of tension in the room. The The doctor was trying to place the port, but Marley couldn't stop moving, and wiggling and making it difficult to place the port. And the child life staff member remembered that, hey, Marley was a part of a video with Melodic Caring Project recently. And so she pulled up the video, put it on a tablet in front of Marley. And she said that immediately Marley just calmed down, Aww. was watching this his Melodic Caring Project experience. The doctor placed the port. The nursing staff was then supported. They didn't have to, you know, give medication to Marley. The parents calmed down. And in the end, Marley was smiling and saying again, again, he just wanted to see this video of his experience with Melodic Caring Project. So even just in that experience, you can see where there was it alleviated the need for medication It made the doctor's job easy as he was trying to treat Marley. It helped with the, the nursing staff. It gave tools for the child life staff to help care for the kids and the family. It gave the family and Marley a positive experience going through the treatment versus a very negative, Mm. um, scary kind of experience. Yeah, that's really powerful. You mentioned Marley's age, two and a half, I think you said. What ages of kids do you work with? All different ages. Yeah, we've worked. I mean, we have... Even parents signing up when they have a little baby that we've had several times. Well, just yesterday we received a a rock star submission form for a child that's in the NICU, five days old. And they play music for them every day, and they are big fans of music, and so they will turn it on. And so it becomes, for that age, it's background music to support the kids, but it's also about supporting the entire family and the parents and kind of creating an an overall kind of support network for their whole family. Then we've had kids up to age uh, 21. We're really focused on pediatrics, um, but then we've also had, you know, elderly Mm -hmm. uh, folks as well that we've supported. We have a branch in the UK that there's a hospice center that they're really focused on there. So, I mean, we supported all all from, age ranges. From five days to, you know, in their 70s. Ah, very cool. Well, I think about that baby in the NIC unit. I mean, think about what a powerful story of that child's beginning days on this earth it would be to have that video and be able to look at that when he or she is 5, 10, 
30, Absolutely. you know, and to watch that with the parents, that would be really powerful. We were, we're very lucky to have a great relationship with uh, Amos Lee first. And he, we had a family sign up whose son Lennon was six days old and they had been at the hospital, you know, obviously since Lennon was born and it, it was scary, right? To, it, mm-hmm. As if birth isn't traumatic enough, you know, to then have to stay in the hospital for the life of your baby is incredibly traumatic. And they had signed up to be rock stars and mentioned that they loved Amos Lee. Amos Lee happens to be a friend and a big supporter of the project. So we reached out to Amos and said, Hey, we've got a family that, uh, that loves your music and is going through a tough time. Would you be willing to jump on board and do something special for him? And he said, absolutely. So we hooked Amos Lee up and Lennon's family up with a personal FaceTime concert. Amos just called them oh, wow. and played them, you know, some of their favorite songs as they were sitting at the hospital. And they oh, said man. it just completely changed the whole experience. And like you say, they'll they'll have that. They have video that they shot while they were watching, you know, the Amos Lee uh, performance. And so they have that to remember. Sure. But like Steph just mentioned, it goes from being a situation where it's, you know, it's either associated with fear and pain and trauma or it's associated with joy. And this gives a completely different association to their experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really powerful. Can you tell us how you started Melodic Hearing Project? Yeah, uh, Melodic Hearing Project was started honestly unintentionally. We, I, I'm a musician and have played and toured for a long time. And, uh, a friend of mine is a middle school teacher, and we live here in Mount Vernon, Washington, so it's a small town. And he had a student who was diagnosed with leukemia, an 11-year-old girl named Katie. And Ryan uh, is the name of my friend, just didn't know what to do with it. You know, it's one of those diagnoses. It's scary for the for the class. It's scary for the child. It's scary for the teachers. Mm-hmm. And so Ryan reached out and just said, hey, Levi, would we have this thing that's happening at school. Do you have any ideas? You know, what can we do to help support Katie? And being a musician, that is always my go-to, you know, just, yeah, let's have a concert. Let's let Katie know that she's not alone. And so we put together a concert uh, at a spot called the Lincoln Theater and had 300 community get uh, community members gathered and, you know, students and teachers and all of that sort of thing. And the day of the concert that Katie was supposed to be at to get this support, she was instead quarantined at the hospital going through chemotherapy. And it just was hard. You know, everybody was there to send her love and she couldn't be there to receive it. And we had a laptop similar to what we're doing right now for this call. You know, we had a laptop and there was an open Wi-Fi network and we thought, let's stream the show to Katie so she can <laughs> she can receive the love that we're all here to give her. And we literally set up a stream, sent her the link, put the laptop on the edge of stage and perform the show and would just get down in front of the laptop and point at the camera and say, Katie, you're supposed to be here. You know, we're all here. We're thinking about you. We love you. You're not alone. We want you to know that you have a whole community standing behind you. And then would pick up the computer and turn it and everybody waved at Katie and and we called Katie and Patty her mom in the hospital after the show and they were both crying because of what the experience meant to them and a light bulb went off in our heads you know and, oh my gosh that was so easy we could do this for kids anywhere and raise that question could we do this for more kids and more kids that we didn't have some sort of personal connection to mm-hmm. you know do this for other kids out there that are going through similar things like Katie and have it still be as impactful so we then 
took that idea, did a bunch of research for it, and at the end of the day, found out, okay, nobody else is doing this. What will it take to make this happen? Okay, then all of a sudden, um, we get a call from one of our family members who said, hey, look, I have our family accountant and family attorney. They drafted up all the paperwork for you guys. You guys are now officially a 501c3. So it was like everybody was just pushing us to do this based off of what they knew we were working towards. And at that point, we jumped in. That was November 2011. So we kind of did almost an entire year of just R&D and kind of planning for putting this organization into place. Mm -hmm. And then we jumped full steam into it. And we had our kind of test launch show in December to see, is this going to impact more kids? And one of our favorite stories came out of that show of a little boy named Brayden was supposed to be on that show. And he was just dealing with so much nausea and he was puking all day long, but they were so excited to be a part of the concert. They loved music and they were really looking forward to it. And come showtime, he was still just puke and rally, puke and rally. Mm. And his mom at that moment just said, you know what? We've been looking forward to this. And in a panic, she just kind of opened it up, clicked the link that we sent. And then shortly thereafter, they open it up and it's live and it's saying, Brayden, we're here, we're thinking of you. And he had thrown up and he kind of leans over and looks at his mom and said, what? They don't even know me. And she, he just had tears kind of streaming down his face of how, how much that meant that people that didn't even know him were there and supporting him. Oh, what a powerful and uh, Renee, his mom said that that was it from that moment on, he stopped, but the nausea went away, right? It engaged <sighs> such a level yeah. that he forgot he was sick. He forgot he was in pain. He, you know, and he just focused in on the music and had these alligator tears of joy mm. for what it meant to him in the middle of that situation. Yeah. Mm, wow. Well, just as a parent, I just think of what that must mean to those parents. I mean, you're doing it for the kids, but you think about how that those parents' hearts are breaking to watch their kids yes. going through this pain and discomfort. And it's it's almost worse, I think, for the parents having to watch that than it is to actually go through it yourself. So what a huge support and service to these parents you're providing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we've realized. It, it, it's you know, a, a diagnosis for a child is a diagnosis for the family. You know, it's it's not, there's no one individual that goes through that experience. And it's, you know, it's the siblings as well. Um, you know, we've had families tell us exactly that, you know, that, that Melodic was giving their child and the family something that they desperately needed that they didn't even realize they needed. You know, they're so focused on the physical that they forget about the emotional and the spiritual mm-hmm. and to to have joy in those moments is so powerful because it gives them reason to hope and reason to fight for their own health, mm-hmm. you know? And sure. a lot of times, you know, for if, if the rock star that's on the show is maybe a 10, 12 year old child and they have a younger sibling, that's a really traumatic experience for the younger sibling as mm-hmm. well. And, mm-hmm. and what we find is that the younger kids sometimes wish they were sick because all they see is that the older sibling is getting all the attention, yeah. you know? Sure. And so with Melodic, we make the siblings rock stars as well. So we'll call out the kids that are that are dealing with sickness, but we'll call out the, the younger siblings as well. And just oh, like, you're not is, forgotten. Yeah, either. you're not Aww. forgotten. 
powerful. You're being strong. You're supporting your sibling, yeah. your, your sister, your brother. And that's so important. We love you. We're thinking about you. So we send love out to the whole family and that helps them all through it. Ah, uh, that is awesome. Well, if you're listening today and you have a family member suffering from illness or from an injury, go to Melodic Hearing Project's website. It's melodichearing.org and click on the link to get things started. If you're not in a situation where you're suffering and you think, wow, this is an awesome uh, organization, I want to help them out, they are a 501c3 nonprofit, so donations are tax deductible. What are some other ways that people can participate and support you? Well, you know, I mean, I think there's a, a lot of people have a lot of different relationships and possibilities, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe you are in the music industry, you know, maybe you manage an artist, maybe you are an artist, you know, and you want to get involved and support kids. We would love to have your help connecting those dots. You know, maybe you're a business owner that uh, wants to make a philanthropic investment into your community. We would love to give you the opportunity to do that. You know, I mean, this block is based in Seattle, but we're reaching kids and families around the world and globally, you know, so wherever you're based, Chances are we're supporting kids at your local children's hospital. So investing yeah. in Melodic Caring Project is investing in your immediate community. And uh, and and we need the help, honestly. You know, I mean, we've – Steph and I launched this thing when I was working construction, driving around, doing construction five days a week and doing Melodic on, the, on Friday, you know. And uh, Melodic is still a a very grassroots organization, you know, and, and putting productions together isn't, isn't super cheap, you know. So mm-hmm. – um, to help us bring these experiences and this support to the kids and families, we would certainly appreciate the help. Mm-hmm. You do have an annual gala as well. That's a fundraiser. Tell us about that. We do. So every year we put on a a annual fundraiser. It's our annual gala. Um, this year it is March 21st, I believe. Yeah, on March 21st here in Seattle, we bring our supporters into kind of that music scene. So we will be doing it at the Neptune Theater, which is a theater that we work out of a lot and streaming the shows. So we really love bringing our supporters into kind of where the shows all happen, where we stream them to the kids. We turn that night and that artist, whoever is performing, that whole night is a Melodic Caring Project program. So they are all a part of it and being streamed to kids watching in their hospital room as well. But it just just to showcase the amazing impact and stories that Melodic Caring Project is is doing and having on the community and the kids and families, and a way to just come out and have a fantastic time and give and support the charity. Mm. You also have a volunteer sign-up link, I noticed, on your website. And you also have a store with a few items in there. I absolutely love that love loud song that's on there oh, i didn't good. even listen to the whole thing i listened to the first part and i had been on your website i'm like this is too cool i have to buy this so i have <laughs> the song it's wonderful and it was written by you levi in 2014 as a cry for action right inspired by melodic it was yeah it was we had actually worked with switchfoot who um we had never worked with and you know it was not a band that i knew a lot about but mm, i've been to one of their concerts they're awesome they're they're phenomenal and it was it's one of those things where um, the heart of the artist does a lot, you know, to, to win over the 
I guess the audience or the crowd, you know, I mean that I've been to artist performances that I didn't love them as a person and that diminished from the music. I've been to artists that I didn't love the music, but I love them as a person and that added to the music, you know, and Switchfoot, they just, they happen to get me on both levels. I love their music, but as people, they are truly uh, engaged. They're kind, they're caring. They recognize that they have a platform that can bring good into the world and they use that platform specifically to do that. You know, so at our Melodic Caring Project show with Switchfoot, John Foreman just gave this really beautiful and intentional shout out to the kids. And it's something that I actually repeat now as a host for Melodic Caring Project shows. And it's that you guys, your story is important. Your struggle matters. We see you. We hear you. We're here to support you and love you. And he just gave this beautiful shout out. And I had it just kind of reverberating, you know, um, I was driving home that evening and we got home at about two in the morning uh, after this show. And I grabbed my guitar and Love Loud just kind of came out. You know, it was this recognition that each of us individually has the ability to bring goodness into the world, but we have to be intentional about that, you know, and love loud was exactly that. It was a call to intention into action and to just say, Hey, our world needs it. Our community needs it. You know, I don't know that we've ever been more divided, um, as a community than we are right now, you know, just politically. And there just seems to be a divide. People are more focused on the things that we disagree on than the things that we dis or than that we agree on. And the reality is there's so much more that we agree on. Um, but we have to choose not to disagree. You know, we have to choose to focus on the things that we, that we agree on and make our world better for each other. And that's what love loud is about. Mm, Love it. I ask every guest for what I call an improv, an experiment, or try this at home that will enhance listeners' lives with music. I love the suggestion that you had. You sent me a link for a YouTube video that has hospital background intensive care unit sounds. And uh, I'll, I'll put a link to this in the show notes so that listeners can listen to the full uh, amount of time that's on there, but also have the visual of, of mm-hmm. the hospital as well. Uh, and the experiment is to listen to this. And right now I'm just going to play about 15 seconds of that, just so you get an idea of what we're talking about. Now, after listening to that for about 15 seconds, listen to it again, playing your favorite song over the audio track and feel the difference that music brings to the atmosphere and to your emotional state. And I think that's really awesome. If you want to listen to the full YouTube clip there, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. So listen to it alone and then listen to it again with your favorite music played over that and just notice the difference. Stephanie and Levi, how can, how can listeners learn more about Melodic Caring Project and connect with you? I'm guessing the website is going to be a big part of that. The website's a great way. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram. You know, we have so many videos that they can learn more about Melodic Caring Project. Um, we have a series called Rockstar Stories that really kind of dives a bit deeper into the lives of the rock stars that we have um, worked with and built relationships with. They can contact us, um, like you said, through the website, email, 
signing up to be a volunteer, by donating, um, really kind of looking at everybody. Everybody has a network. Everybody has relationships. And kind of the biggest kind of question that we try to put out there to ask people is how can you help? Can you make a donation? Can you offer a relationship? Um, do you have a connection that can help us impact more kids? Mm -hmm. So the question to everybody today is how can you help? And however you can, if you can think about that, then you can connect with us through the website. Our contact's all on there. Mm, wonderful. I ask every guest to end our episode with what I call a coda, a musical ending. We have a neat video to share. This is on your website, on your homepage, and we're going to play the audio for you as our coda. Can you tell us a little bit about the this musical ending that we'll be listening to? Yeah, what this was, um, we teamed up with Coldplay a little while back. They had released their 20-year band history I guess it's a documentary, really, you know, but it's a it's their it's their twenty year band history, how they were formed, what they've been through, where they're at now, and they were releasing it globally in theaters, and we teamed up with them to simultaneously release it into hospital rooms of kids, right? So kids couldn't leave their hospital rooms to go to the theater to watch the documentary, so we streamed it to them in their hospital rooms, and and Chris Martin, the lead singer of uh, Coldplay sent us a video of just a shout out, send in love to the kids that were watching from their hospital rooms. And it was just a really beautiful way to team up with Coldplay, send some love to these kids and do some good in the world. And so that's what this is about. Mm, love that. I thought it was a really great snapshot of, of what you do. Here it is. Hi, everybody. My name's Chris from the band Coldplay. One, two, one, two. The Melodic Caring Project is proud to team up with Coldplay. We're streaming live to kids in hospitals all around the world. Today I got to watch the Coldplay documentary premiere and it was absolutely incredible. I live with cerebral palsy and as a result, I deal with chronic pain. Music is something that brings me an undeniable sense of joy. It's like the music takes me to a different place. I am so grateful for the breaks from the pain and discomfort. And today, your music did that for me. Thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you. Forever grateful, Rockstar Kaylin. send you my love and I hope you're having a good day. Bye. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. I'm doing a little twist today on the listener improv. Listener George Fish sent in a comment in response to episode 10, NHL season kickoff, Gloria, with some really cool photos. George's comment said, great episode. I built the organ for the San Diego Padres at Petco Park. 
The front legs are baseball bats. Josh, who was the episode's guest, mentioned Bobby Cressy, who plays organ for the Padres. I have been spreading this episode all over the place because a large part of my payment was in bragging rights. <laughs> Keep it up. George sent in two pictures, one of the organ he built for the Padres featuring baseball bats for front legs, and also a picture of Bobby Cressy in action at the organ during a game. Love your comment and photos, George. You can see them in the show notes for episode 10. I'll also include a link in this episode's show notes. I had some other listeners send me photos, and I love seeing them. Please keep sending them to me via email or social media. You can't actually attach them yourself to website comments, but I can attach them to your comment from my end if it's a photo that you've emailed me or sent via Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. Next week, we'll be back to our usual listener improv, which is a listener-suggested experiment or hack, a practical, concrete way you use music to enhance your life. Send me your listener improv by leaving a comment on my website, mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast. Comment on social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or by emailing mindy at mpetersonmusic.com. I'd also love to hear from you if you especially enjoyed a particular suggestion, either from a guest or a listener. The most convenient way for you to listen to the suggestion slash the podcast is to subscribe on whatever podcast app you use. This automatically delivers each new episode to your device, so you don't have to go look it up or go to the website and see if a new one is there. It's automatically delivered to your device, so it's ready to go whenever and wherever you are ready to listen, whether that's on your commute, shuttling kids around, working out. I know I have a long plane ride coming up, and I'm looking forward to catching up on the regular podcasts I love and also trying out some new ones on the plane ride. When you subscribe, this is not only convenient, it also helps the show and helps others find the show because new subscribers are very important in the Apple podcast algorithm. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing and commenting. I look forward to hearing from you. Until next week, may your life be enhanced with music.